0: Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com.
1: This is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. What a play! Can you believe this? I can no idea. It's time to dominate your fantasy league. Off to the races, and he stays on his feet. He's just going to go the distance. Now here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Heath. Wow. Wow, that was amazing. 25-22
0: in overtime. Kansas City wins yet another Super Bowl. And Patrick Mahomes finally scores more than 20 fantasy points. I think that was the second time in his last 12 games. 29 fantasy points for Patrick Mahomes. Whatever, he needed overtime to do it. Uh, He's amazing. And uh, I didn't watch the MVP presentation, but I I have a feeling he won Super Bowl MVP. Adam and Jamie here at 11.18 p.m. Eastern Time uh recapping Super Bowl 58. Jamie, it will be I think it will go down as the Super Bowl where it was the only time that getting a 2 and a 5 in your Super Bowl squares pool was actually a really good thing. That's what it will be remembered for.
2: Yeah, I mean uh that extra point looms large, right? Uh oh. the mixed extra point, um blocked extra point. Uh just crazy. Crazy how the uh fourth quarter and overtime saved what seemed to be a very awful game, you know, uh from from just you know not not bad football but just you know not exciting football. Well, that's what I said. right? Um, I
0: said I, f- I feel like it might be boring uh, when we did the preview on Friday, but I actually I actually was really into it even when it was a low scoring oh, game. I mean, but I thought yes. it was a great game, and you just had to appreciate the defenses. Uh, let me start with this: the difference in the game, other than Patrick Mahomes, was blank. Could be a play, uh, could be a player, a call, whatever.
2: There was a, there was a few things. I think Greenlaw's injury was big um, that, that I think changed a little bit of how Kelsey sort of took over a little bit in the fourth quarter and overtime. Um, the spagnolo blitzes were amazing. The timeliness of them, the execution of them were fantastic. Uh, I thought both defenses played really well. I mean, look, the 49ers defense was, was unbelievable. they, Short up their run defense over the last two weeks after what the Lions and Packers had done to them. Aaron Jones and mostly David Montgomery uh kept Pacheco in check. You know, some unfortunate turnovers. The Juwan Jennings, you know, throw was 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 fun, you know, to yeah. get the first touchdown. Uh joining Nick Foles as the only player in Super Bowl history to throw a touchdown and catch a touchdown in the same I game. I know, right? Funny. Uh yeah. So um,
1: yeah, it was a lot of
2: different nuances to it, you know. Uh, was Usyk catch an actual catch? Des Bryant's tweet I thought was fun. I don't know if you saw that. No, uh, I didn't. Des but Bryant.
0: but Des, Des said, it huh? said it was a catch. Gene territory said it was a catch.
2: Uh, I know, but Des Bryant said not a catch, which was funny. You know, just uh, the history of Des Bryant. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so there was a lot of fun to it. I mean, it was it was an enjoyable game. I thought the halftime show was good. I thought Asher sure oh, did a great, great job. All the people showed up was 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 fun. Alicia Keys, Ludacris, you know, Little John, you know, so they got a lot of people involved, which is always fun. So yeah, I thought it was a great night
0: hard to say what the difference was. I'm mean, obviously the punt I mean the the muff punt or the punt that goes off the yeah. guy's leg that's a huge play but I would say uh, an underrated MVP in this game was Trent McDuffie uh, he was on Debo a lot and he was really damn good and he made he made a yep. play in the end zone and Debo ended up I think with what eight targets no 11 targets three catches for 33 yards on 11 targets for Debo so he did
2: he did leave briefly with the hamstring injury came back in yeah uh that was one I did about 14 props, and that was one uh, that I wrote about, which was just really taking the odds because it was juicing in our favor, um, of taking the under on the four and a half catches for Debo and um, <sighs>
0: 11 targets.
2: You know, that was one that I did not expect to hit, but was one just again that the odds were in your favor. So, which is why you play some of those. Um, Harrison Bucker, I thought. You know, remember we joked about? Um, I said he was the MVP. <laughs> he was, yeah, he was potentially on his way.
0: Um, if if the 49ers had won, do you think? Moody, could have won MVP. I, he made 53 and a 55 yarder, or a 52 I, and 55.
2: I, I, I think it would have been hard to take it away from Jennings, you know, just given the the plays that he made um, and scoring two touchdowns again, just to be a little different. McCaffrey with 150 total yards or whatever it was, 100, 100 plus total yards. Yeah, they wouldn't know.
0: have given it to Moody, but I think he had a case. <laughs>
2: Yeah, okay. both kickers. Look, both kickers did great. You know, when Moody hit the first kick to set uh, an NFL record and then Butker topped him, you know, with both guys going back to back with I think it was 350-yard field goals for the, for the two of them. Um, yeah, they, the special teams came up big. You know, uh, the the punt to pin the Chiefs down inside their, their you know, two, whatever it was, was big. Yeah. Townsend had a big night too. Um, special teams were huge.
0: I don't know if you were able to hear it because I, I, that was a struggle for me <laughs> hearing the broadcast, but I think you know people are going to talk about the miss extra point, and it was obviously huge. I think Jay Feely, I think he said, and I, if anybody's in the chat right now, I would appreciate your help, that Moody you know, miskicked it or did something, um, that it was sort of on him. So I'd like to know that. I wish I, I, I... I'm asking for help if anybody heard it. You know, I I had I had people over. I was doing my best to listen to the game. But I also think... Oh, I think,
2: have such a great scene to set for you.
0: Oh, yeah, let's do that. I also think... We'll talk a little fantasy as well. I also think, honestly, if he makes that extra point and the Chiefs are down by four instead of three... At the end of regulation, I think they just score a touchdown and win the game. Like they, they weren't gonna they they I'm surprised they didn't go for another shot in the end zone with six seconds left, to be honest with you. I thought that was I think a mistake. My, but they would I think they would have won the game in regulation. My my guess is
2: they felt like their their defense had played well enough throughout the course of the game that they were gonna stop, hold them to three, do something to keep them out of the end zone and win the game.
0: Yeah, I do have one person saying that they said he kicked it too low and he didn't need to. That's what I thought, but yeah, again, I I wasn't able to hear it. Um, yeah, uh, Andy Reid was the difference. Anson says, yeah, his play calling at the end on that last play. Patrick Mahomes, Romo talked about it. Romo I thought was great what I heard, and then Mahomes uh, talked about it in his post game interview about why it worked, and how great Andy Reid is, um, and I think just it kind of reminded me a little bit of the the Falcons when they faced the Patriots in that overtime game, and it was so obvious the Patriots were going to score a touchdown because the Falcons' defense had nothing left. That's just kind of how I felt. Even Javon Hargrave makes was that...
2: the coordinator great. of that game.
0: Yeah, I know. Javon Hargrave makes that great play. It sets up fourth and one. Mahomes runs for it. MVS, it makes that... I don't want to call it a bad play. It's an unfortunate play. Wide receiver breaks the tackle. Then he ends up going backwards. He, he loses four yards on the play. It didn't matter. Too much Mahomes. But... I don't know I I don't know. I don't know if it's a good thing from an argument from a you know a post game show standpoint it's a bad thing but I don't really think coaching was the difference in this game I just you know I don't think we have to sit here and say oh he blew it he screwed up or whatever You just tip your cap to the chiefs
2: Oh that anybody screwed up no I don't think anybody screwed up you know I I did think that Wilkes called a couple of blitzes that I wouldn't necessarily have that I didn't agree with you know like why why are you sending guys in my Mahomes and giving him some you know, open opportunities because they picked it up and he's so good at escaping pressure like that.
0: Um, they didn't blitz much, though. According to what I'm seeing, they blitzed on only 13% of dropbacks compared to 52% for the Chiefs. Um, I think people will criticize him for not blitzing enough. Now, you want to say specific times, one thing, but I think people will criticize the 49ers for not blitzing enough. Um, but you don't blitz Mahomes. That's kind of the book. He he, he kills the blitz, but he kills everything. What, what the hell are you supposed to do? What you have to yeah, do is score more than 19 points or 22 points.
2: Wilkes had a great game um, for the majority of it. You know, again, losing Greenlaw, how much did that change some things for them? Uh Spagnola, I thought, had a great game. Reed, you know, figured things out. Slow first half, obviously, for for the Chiefs, but figured things out in the second half. Mahomes, obviously a big part of that. And and I don't think Shanahan muff the game by any stretch. You know, I thought Purdy played well. I thought he um, played great,
0: Jamie. I, I was really impressed. I thought he'd be not good enough. I thought they'd lose because of a couple of mistakes he made. He was awesome. K- uh, kudos to Purdy. I thought he played great.
2: Yeah. If if there is one critique, it would be they didn't run left enough for San Francisco. Like, that's your strength. Get behind Trent Williams, and and they'd have, like, a seven-yard run, and then they go to the right. And, you know, it's like— Just keep following that guy. 71's just too good. He had a couple bad holding calls early in the game, but follow 71.
0: Uh, Two questions. Kick or defer? I think people might be talking about this. So in overtime, 49ers win the toss. I don't see any argument for defer. I think you you have to take the ball, but it was brought up on the post-game show that I heard on CBS and um, someone said it in the chat, so that's two people, so I'm going to assume everyone's talking about it. But I don't... I mean... I don't know how you give the ball to the Chiefs. If you give the ball to the Chiefs, they probably score a touchdown. And you never even touch it. So that's my first question. What do you think? Kicker defer? I say – or no, I'm sorry. receive Receiver defer, not kicker defer, to start overtime. I think it's easy I, to I
2: was definitely taking the ball there just yeah. because their defense had just been on the field, yeah. and you want to try and get some momentum. Not momentum. You want to try to score. Excuse me. In um, the game,
0: yeah.
2: You know, you, you can't give the Chiefs the ball there. No.
0: And then in overtime, you know, Chris Jones makes one of the biggest plays of the game. It's third. Every time. Yeah, it's third down and four at the Chiefs' nine-yard line. They bring a blitz, but Jones is the one who gets in there, and he interrupts the play and forces an incomplete pass. Now you've got fourth and four. Kick the field goal or go for it? They kicked the field goal and went up three. Um, at the nine-yard line, fourth and four in overtime. Oh, you kick. Yeah. I and Romo, you know Romo said, you know I was he, I think he says I'm like that's why I was surprised they didn't go for it or they could have gone for it. And it's, He's right. It's a good point because if you give the ball, you're playing with fire. At the end of regulation, you gave the ball to Mahomes down by three, and he drives. And the only reason he didn't score a touchdown was time. Now you give the ball to Mahomes down by three, and time's not a factor. So I think they made the right decision. I didn't necessarily have confidence in them to get it on fourth and four. But you could, you could make that argument that the, the 49ers needed to go for the win right there because going up by three against Mahomes is essentially losing. I mean, it's just the way it is. Um, so we're, we're getting a lot of
2: comments about the OT rules. Yeah. So, again, the reason I would take the ball is because the, the, the 49ers defense was gassed.
0: Oh, I, I did screw that up. I'm sorry. Okay, so it wasn't it, – are the, the rules are different. The rules are different yes. in, in overtime. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. All right. So go on. I, that's what I. All right. Yeah. I heard. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. So explain that. Explain that.
2: So they both get a chance to possess the ball no matter what happens.
0: Right. Right. Or that's, that's, barring
2: like, a, I think, a, a whatever the fluky touchdown is. Here. I'll read it to you. Yeah. Okay. If you didn't see it. Mm-hmm. So here are the overtime rules. All right, both teams must have the opportunity to possess the ball at least once during the extra period unless the team kicking off to start the overtime period scores a safety on the receiving team's initial possession in which the team that kicked off is the winner. After each team hasn't had an opportunity to possess the ball, if one team had more points than the opponent, is the winner subject to but whatever. If the team that possesses the ball first does not score its initial possession or if the score is tied after each team has tied its opportunity to possess the ball, the team next scoring by any method shall be the winner.
0: Okay, so I messed that up and I apologize there. See, so, yeah, I gotta tell everybody, to be quiet at my Super Bowl party. But uh, right, so so they could have deferred. Uh, but I would have taken the ball anyway. I think right because you were right. Their defense was on the field at the That's end the of the game. That's the only reason.
2: That's the only reason. Like if they had the ball and you know drove and whatever, couldn't convert, couldn't score, clock runs out on them. But their defense was gassed. I mean, Mahomes just went down the field to score. So tie the game.
0: And then the question about the fourth and four still, I mean it still is relevant there. I mean, I still kicked a field goal, right? But even if you know the Chiefs are getting the ball back, even if you do score the touchdown, I think you you kind of go for you could make the case that you go for it there to make it so that it's not game over if um, Mahomes does score. All right. So anyway, um, yeah, so tell us about your uh, your scene.
2: <laughs> so I'm at a uh a 49ers fans house, one of my good friends, Kevin Sobel, Um Another good friend of mine, Eric Moskoff, also a San Francisco 49ers fan. So it's basically like a whole house full of 49ers fans. Um, and I actually have no rooting interest in it. My kids really don't like the Chiefs, but for whatever reason, my older son, who's 11, has a Mahomes jersey, so he wore that. Um, he loves Mahomes, um, but I don't think he's really a Chiefs fan at this point. And my 9-year-old son uh, has a Kelsey jersey. Just, again, somebody bought it for him. So they're wearing that. Um in my friend's house he has a a pretty awesome man cave and it's 75% decked out in 49er stuff 25% gator stuff <laughs> so he actually has two seats i think it's from candlestick park um, that he bought you know when they they tore down the stadium so i'm actually sitting in in one of the candlestick park seats and he's got a bar in front of us and the tv's above the bar so uh, it's it's almost like I don't remember exactly who was sitting at the bar, but he was my, my friend Kevin was sitting at the bar and his seven year old son. I think he's seven, I don't think he's eight yet. Seven year old son is sitting at the bar and they're all wearing, he's got uh, my friend's got a Debo Samuel jersey on. I think the kids got, um, Ayuk, one of the kids had Ayuk jersey. I forget. What, oh, he had a kittle. Uh, the seven year old had a kittle jersey on. So, um, and there was a play earlier in the game where uh Amy Kevin's wife is sitting there with it, like she's ready to record her family winning the Super Bowl yeah. like it's all set up to uh. go um and so anyway so the uh the, the touchdown is scored and the poor kid uh Jack the 7-year-old um just immediately in tears and he goes running out of the room I'm going to sleep <laughs>
0: uh well that's uh, good so bad for him. good to go to sleep oh that's so terrible yeah i mean you got to like if you're a 49ers fan this is just this is much worse than the first one, I think. I, t- I know it was a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter the first time, but I, if I'm a 49ers fan, I'm, I'm not necessarily... I'm, I'm obviously thinking about overtime and fourth quarter and all that, but I'm also thinking about the first half. And, he, and the third quarter, I, I think they had a lot of chances in this game. The McCaffrey fumble, of course, stands out. It was sort of negated by the Pacheco fumble, but it just seemed like the Chiefs were stuck in the mud offensively for so long. And the 49ers could not do anything about it it's after the interception, after they pinned the Chiefs down at the one, you know, and even before that. And just opportunities just were, you know, maybe it was just the Chiefs defense being so good, but the 49ers had a chance. It's like, that, it's like a basketball game when you know you're up by like six points and the other team's playing so poorly and you can't extend it and then they go on the run at the end and, Ah, you know we should have put it away in the third quarter the 49ers I thought early in the game the Chiefs are really not playing well they were actually really pretty poor on offense that was the best opportunity for the 49ers to to remove any doubt take away the drama and and, and take control of the game and they just didn't do it
2: well you know it, it mean and it's even the beginning of the game you know you think about it they' the drive to open the game and McCaffrey fumbles,
0: yeah, you know, yeah. it
2: was, it was like, okay, you felt like they're a little bit cursed. The, really the thing that I thought was the most hopeful situation for, for San Francisco was coming out of the third quarter, getting the interception because, right. you know, that's the formula usually for, for the chiefs it used to be the same thing with the Patriots score at the end of the first half, get the ball, start the third quarter and march down the field and score. And it feels like, you know, it's like, it's like what the, you want the basketball reference, like the warriors in the third quarter when they were at their peak. Right. right. Um, you know, same thing. It's just like, they step on their throat right there and they got the reception. Like, okay, the script is a little different now. And you know, just the, the blocks or the, the miss kick, whatever it was on the extra point. Um, man, that just felt like a killer. oh
0: I, Kelsey had one catch for one yard in the first half.
2: <laughs> yeah. And he's, he's screaming at Andy Reed, bumping he's into, bumping him. into he had, him.
1: He
0: ended up with nine catches for 93 yards. Yeah. You had
2: Mahomes and, uh, and, and Rashi rice fighting on the sideline. Um,
0: yeah, crazy. Yeah. And they they were so vulnerable in this game. They yeah. were so vulnerable. They, look, they were vulnerable all season. I know. They're incredible. Congratulations. I mean, unbelievable. And their defense their defense anchored them all year and did it again. And their offense was was stuck in the mud like I said for a long time and their defense kept them in the game. And I I honestly I know McCaffrey had had a huge game with 160 total yards, but 22 carries for 80 yards against McCaffrey, that's pretty damn good for a bad run defense. They did a great job. And that McCaffrey 28-yard catch, remember I said the 49ers had the most big plays, big passing plays in the NFL, and probably big plays in total. Before that, they had one. It was a 20-yard gain. And this unbelievable, most explosive offense, big plays everywhere, and that was it. The Chiefs won that battle. They They didn't get beat deep one time. The two big plays were a dump off to McCaffrey in overtime, which was a great play by Purdy, and the Jawan Jennings trick play touchdown pass.
2: Yeah. You had, uh, there was one play, um, I think it was the first half, where Purdy missed Ayuk on a big play down the field. It uh, should have been a touchdown. It looked like Ayuk had anywhere he wanted to go. Yeah. He cuts it all across the middle. Purdy throws it there, it's a touchdown. He goes to the corner, it's a touchdown. He threw it basically right over his head, and it looked like it was an option route, and Ayuk just didn't. Break off one way or the other, or, or or Purdy didn't know exactly where to throw it. You had the the one you mentioned to Debo, where McDuffie broke it up in the end zone. Yeah. Then there was another play, which I hated the call. They were on the um, on the right side of the field, and they cut off half the field. Purdy had Debo, and he overthrew overthrew him. Um, Kittle was a non-factor in the game even before the shoulder injury. You know, I don't know if it was just a, a des- by design that he was going to be part part blocking. Um, and it felt like, I don't know how much Sneed was on Ayuk, but it felt like Sneed took Ayuk out of the game.
0: Yeah, I I was trying to pay attention to that. It wasn't like a true shadow or anything. But McDuffie, I think, I saw on Debo a lot. And McDuffie and Sneed. you know, it's a different formula than most teams have for a great defense. Um, you know, having two great cornerbacks like that, but one of them kind of playing inside a lot. So uh, anyway, the Chiefs are uniquely awesome. It's different, very different Chiefs team than their other Super Bowl winning teams. And holding the 49ers to 19 points in regulation, 22 points overall. Pretty impressive. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back and ask a couple of fantasy questions. I do want to apologize for something. I'll be right back uh, with that after this break.
1: Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half.
0: My apologies and embarrassment for not understanding the overtime rules. Sorry about that. It's just a total brain fart on my end there. Um, I do say, now that I'm aware, though, reminded, I would say. Not aware, but reminded. I still think that they did. The, they were fine take, taking the kickoff. Because, again, I don't put my defense back out there on the field, as we were saying, uh, when they just seemed gassed and Mahomes was carving. It was moving the ball on them at will. But apologies for that. Unprofessional. Um, all right. Anyway, Jamie, a 49ers question and a Chiefs question. Let's start with a Chiefs question here. Um, it's not an easy one, but did Travis Kelsey, if Travis Kelsey does not retire. I don't know if he proposed, got married, honeymooning. and right, right. We don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. But if he's back next year, did he do enough in the playoffs? Four straight games with at least 70 yards, two games with more than 90 yards. Did he do enough in the playoffs to be tight end one?
2: No. No. Okay. I, I think this is kind of what you expect if if he's back. Like maybe turns it up a little bit more in the second half of the season. Look, there are gonna be changes here for this offense. There has to be. You know, like they're not they're not going back doing this again. They have some, you know, potential big holes that are gonna happen on defense, whether it's Need or Jones, I don't think both are back. I think it's hard to manage that. So do they go into the draft? and find another receiver? Do they go spend? I mean, we talked about this for the last several weeks. You know, are they going to be aggressive in the Mike Evans, Michael Pittman, T. Higgins? um, I might be missing one of the big free agent receivers, uh, you know, group. Do they go to the second tier guys of Marquise Brown and Gabe Davis and those type of guys, you know, or do they, you know, just try to put another Band-Aid on it and hope that Rashi Rice becomes, you know, an elite level receiver and that Kelsey can still do it again, but he's going to be 35. So, or he is 35. Um, so, no, but I, I will say this. If he comes back and the Cardinals really upgrade their receiving core, then he'll move to tight end, two for me. Because I, I, it's going to be hard to move
0: Laporte off that spot. Okay. Um, Follow-up on that. Does it Does it really matter? Does the receiver matter more than the age? I mean, the age is obviously what concerns you here.
2: Well, it's, it's Everything.
0: I don't know that he's going to lose targets. I mean, he's been tight end one with Tyreek Hill. He's been tight end one without Tyreek Hill. I feel like Rasheed Rice would be more affected than Travis Kelsey, unless Kelsey's just not as good anymore because he's, you know, in his mid-30s.
2: I I agree with all of that. But it's not necessarily just about the targets. It's about, I think, just age. You know, again, we keep referencing basketball a little bit. Is it more, you know, load management with him at this point? You know, because they're right, right, right. They're they're clearly still going to be the best team in the AFC West, with or without Kelsey. Uh, they're still going to be one of the Super Bowl contenders. They're still going to have an opportunity if their defense is as as loaded as it can be um, to be one of the uh, the better teams in, in in the conference. And so, look, if he's back, he's he's back to win a championship. He's not back to do anything other than pad his legacy at this point.
0: All right, 49ers question here. Obviously, they're playing a great defense, but again, another game where McCaffrey and Debo and Ayuk and Kittle are all playing. And there's no, there are no concerns about McCaffrey, he's not part of this discussion. But I McKittle mean, was terrible. And in the games that they all played together, we were all playing their normal snap share. I gave the stat last week, he was on pace for 88 targets. Um, however, he had a really good, you know, he had another very good year. I think it was a top five tight end or close to it. Uh, but not just him, but like you getting a six target, you just never know. And uh, it's so hard to do this every year when one of them always gets hurt. But <laughs> do you go back and say, Hey, they're going to potentially be overdrafted because there's a lot of really bad games in there when they're all healthy. I'm, I'm not talking about the am talk about the other three.
2: So I think just based on the drafts that we've done already, and I don't think much will change. We'll do another draft this week, you know, following the Super Bowl. Um, I'm going to guess that they both still go in the same range. And I think you just understand that there are going to be missed games for really so far as what we've seen for Debo. He missed time again this season. For Kittle, uh, he's missed time over the last couple of years, uh, whether it's been games or just action. And that helps the other guys across the board. Now, Debo, because of his opportunities in the backfield, and again, you got to tie it to McCaffrey a little bit because he's going to be at that age where running backs start to break down. So maybe there'll be some missed time for him. I hope not, but that's just the potential understanding of it. Uh, I would still approach it as they're not top 12 guys, uh, but they're certainly top 20 guys. And in the case I think of both of them, make case top 15 guys. So Round three, round four, they're probably gone. Round five, I think, is a gift. If they're still there, anything after that is just a huge bonus. So you don't want to necessarily draft them as your number one receiver. But as we know, most teams, most fantasy managers at this point are leaning either hero RB or not taking a second running back until round three or round four at the earliest. Um, I think you're going to see the receivers go ahead of that second running back.
1: All right.
0: Uh, that's that can do it, but you know, and
2: and for Kittle, for Kittle, he's going to be more of, I think, tight end six through ten as opposed to one through five.
0: Got some comments here about food. Uh, Adam made ham sandwiches with raisins and sauerkraut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> what was your food, Tell everybody? Adam made eggplant burgers. So um, I had, I had, I don't know, twelve adults and seven kids over. So we got three pizza pies and and uh, seven foot long sandwiches that were cut into quarters. So like a bunch of mini sandwiches. But they were like big stuffed sandwiches, very filling. You could just have like you went Italian. Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess so. I wasn't going for an Italian theme. I was gonna do barbecue, but it was pretty. It was just too expensive and not not worth it. Um, right. And, uh, Dave and Dave and uh, Thomas, was it? Maybe Heath? They got on me a little bit for getting an eggplant sub. Forgetting an eggplant sub. I had a vegetarian coming, so one of the subs I got was eggplant. And it happened to be extremely popular and extremely well liked. And it was almost all of it was eaten before the vegetarian had arrived, and I had to rescue the last <laughs> one, or else it would have been a huge mistake. Um, But no, the food was great. And then, you know, everyone – people brought like buffalo chicken dip and these amazing cookies, uh, these chicken wings. One guy brought chicken wings. Everything was great. I've been eating nonstop since about 4 o'clock, starting with the (laughs) potato chips and French onion dip. Uh, So that's a – it was about seven straight hours of eating. Right before we went on the air, I was like, I need to get some more of this buffalo chicken dip and the Tostitos with the dip. I was – I I am – I am stuffed. I'm I'm a little sick right now. I, but it's <laughs> worth it. It was really enjoyable. How about you? Uh,
2: uh, so they they ordered Tijuana flats. So a lot of tacos. Um, they That's went Mexican.
0: That's interesting. That's a-
2: and um, a lot of desserts. My wife made uh chocolate covered strawberries, and she does um like toasted chocolate chocolate uh coconut. Um. So, but she made it like little footballs out of them. So she she decorated the strawberries as footballs.
0: What do you know? They're little footballs.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, it was it was good. Well, little, little Pablo's cookie cake.
0: Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. Some. So some. Uh. One of the guys he went to his cookie place and they made. They made these uh like Mahomes cookies and Forty ers cookies and then they had what it said. I think it said. Lover and then it's said eighty seven. It was like a Taylor Swift Travis Kelsey one. It was very clever. Um those apparently were selling like hot cakes they had like one left when he went. Um no, everything was great. I
2: think they were selling like cookies.
0: They were selling like yes, like cookies. I look terrible right now. I really look like I was just in a fight. And it was all the food I ate and it's really late and I'm very emotional tonight. Like it was just uh it was great. But my kids stayed up the entire game. So
2: yeah, mine too. Good for them. <laughs> yeah. And uh one of my kids was like, Dad, because we were at somebody's house, um, dad, if it went double overtime, would we have stayed? I said, I said, Yeah, of course, we would have yeah, stayed to the end.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Um, that was great. I hope you all enjoyed the this This is why tomorrow should be a holiday. Like, this uh, sucks. It's 100%. I even said to my wife, I was like, look, don't send him to school if you don't want to. This is the latest <laughs> he's, he's ever stayed up. He's in kindergarten. He's not going to miss anything, except there's some headlights going around, so he probably missed that, which is good. Don't send, let everybody sleep in. We're sleeping in. No show on Monday. This is our Monday show. We'll talk to you on Wednesday with another episode of Fantasy Football Today. Thanks, everybody.